Welcome to Twist for the week of January 24th. This is Sarah McGann from KPMG's Washington National Tax State and Local Tax Practice. First up today is a corporate franchise tax development from North Carolina. Recently, the North Carolina Office of Administrative Hearings addressed the constitutionality of a franchise tax statute that allowed a deduction from the corporate franchise tax base only for receivables owed to the taxpayer by related corporations doing business in the state. The Office of Administrative Hearings first determined that it had the authority to decide the taxpayer's as-applied constitutional challenge and that the taxpayer could proceed with a claim that the statute was unconstitutional as applied to it without having to first establish that the statute was capable of constitutional applications. Next, the Office of Administrative Hearings noted that the statute at issue denied the taxpayer a deduction for certain of its affiliate receivables, while a corporation that loaned only to affiliates that do business in North Carolina was permitted to deduct all of its affiliate receivables. The Office of Administrative Hearings concluded that this differential treatment based on the location of the debtor's business was clearly discriminatory. In Connecticut, the Department of Revenue Services ruled that MLLs generated in years when corporations filed the unitary combined return remained available to the group after two of the unitary group members merged into a third. In the department's view, by allowing the surviving entity to utilize the NOLs allocated to the merged corporations or to share such NOLs with the other corporate member, the income against which the NOLs will be applied will be generated by substantially the same businesses that incurred the losses. In sales and use tax news, the Michigan Court of Appeals held that a taxpayer was making retail sales and was required to pay sales and use tax on its delivery charges. In reaching this conclusion, the court rejected various arguments made by the taxpayer such that it was not making retail sales of tangible personal property, including that it was providing a delivery service or was acting as a purchasing agent for its customers. In other sales tax news, the Virginia Department of Taxation ruled that an artist that painted a mural for a subway station was selling tangible personal property because the mural was painted on canvases before being installed. In the department's view, the true object of the transaction between the artist and the train station customer was to obtain the canvases, as the work would be of no value to the customer without the transfer of the canvases. Therefore, the entire charge for the mural, including the services rendered in creating the art, was subject to Virginia retail sales and use tax. Thank you for listening to Twist this week and stay well.